What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to the Baseball Insiders Podcast with Mark Carmen and Robert Murray. And a very pleasant, good, non-performance-enhancing drugs afternoon to you. I am thrilled to be here. I hope the wife, I had to pull some really heavy doors so we don't annoy people who are just trying to be away from work. So I hope we hold today, but good to see you, pal. Good to see you too, Carmen. You're looking as happy as ever over there. You must be loving life over at summer camp. Uh, all I really want to do with my life, Bert, you, you, you know this. I, I want to tennis. I want to, I want to eat camp food, and uh, I want to sit by the fire and sing songs. Whoa. Interesting. Uh, Jacob, welcome to the show, buddy. What's your beef with Oilers fan? What's going on here, Bert? Can you explain? Yeah, well, I don't have any beef with, with Carson. It's uh, He's coming to my mentions a few times, demanding that the Brewers sell and that their season was over when they were like in, still in first place. And I, I put him in his place. I ratioed him. And um, now apparently there's there's beef between us. And um, yeah, that's Carson. He's a very loyal um, Brewers fan. He's not the most positive Brewers fan, but he's he's a Brewers fan. Did you just stomp on him with you? I ratioed him. Oh, I, I destroyed him, Carm. That's yeah. The guy's still getting ratioed to the, to this day from that from a couple of those tweets. Yeah, I mean, there's, been, a... there's been times where what's that? I'm just looking at the smile on your face with it. I, 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 the enjoyment of your power. Oh yeah, it's it's how I feel like Jeff Passan at times, I guess. But yeah, it's um, poor Carson's been the guy who's faced that wrath a few times, and uh, nothing personal, Carson. But um, the people demanded it, and I'm, I'm a man of the people. All right, so Bert, biggest news of the week by far: Endo Tatis Jr. Suspended for 80 games, took some topical, has has all the excuses. The dad is out there speaking passionately about how ridiculous this is. What can you tell us about what's happening in San Diego and just, uh, you know, another really just a bad, bad, bad look for baseball overall? Yeah, and that Tatis suspension was – it hurts the Padres a lot. There's no sugarcoating that. And we've seen his statement addressing this, uh, the news. Um, And we saw Fernando Tatis Jr.'s dad go on the record, like regarding what exactly happened here. And my understanding is that his story was correct based on all the reporting that I have done is that this was, they believe this was acquired from a bad haircut from dirty clippers and he ended up going and trying to treat this. And like the stuff that he used to treat it contained this banned substance. It wasn't like him trying to take this for like any competitive advantage. Um, like this, the thing that he took actually, like it doesn't like help like increase strength from my understanding. He took it, but he, it, it contained that substance. And that's the results. Like that's how he tested positive. Um, it wasn't him trying to like have a competitive advantage. As I said, it was an honest mistake, but that being said, Carm, 
Um, he's got to be very careful of that. And like, that was a mistake, not looking deeper into it. Um, and it cost him the rest of this season. It cost him part of next season. He can't play in a world baseball classic. Like it's, this is a, a big mistake by Tatis. And now he's facing the consequences for it too. Do the Padres believe him to your knowledge? That's where things we saw AJ Preller go on the record and express his disappointment in Tatis. Um, and then he's going to demand answers and like he, he's got to figure, he wants to figure out, or actually he needs to figure out what happened here. He also is going to ask him questions about what happened in the off season with his shoulder slash wrist um, with the motorcycle accidents. Um, he was very pointed in his comments and it underscored the frustration and rightfully so this is a $340 million player who has not been on the field all season uh, for things that for that could have been avoided. Um, and it's really unfortunate because Tatis is the brightest star in the game. And this impact will be felt for years to come because of it too. Yeah. I mean, me reading Preller comments, me wondering if Preller believes him because he wasn't, uh, this is, he wasn't attacking baseball for what happened. I mean, I, I, it's, you could feel the disappointment really. Yeah, no, you absolutely could. And the comments that came from Preller and also the players in the Padres clubhouse, like Mike Clevenger, um, that, yeah, I mean, they're, they're not happy, Carm, and they have every right to be unhappy. Is, and they demand answers. And according to Kevin Acey over at the San Diego Union Tribune, um, he, Tatis is going to be speaking with the team. He's going to speak with ownership. He's going to speak with A.J. Preller. Um, and those conversations are going to be really important in how they begin the process of moving forward from this and trying to, like, overcome it. Well, I don't know what their leverage, what can they do? I mean, he signed for 8 million years or $340 million. I mean, the Padres can't just – can, can can they get rid of him? Can they can they say we don't want? Hey, uh, our sensibilities are that we don't want you on our baseball team anymore. We don't want to pay you after your suspension is over. We're releasing you. They can't do that, can they? No, I mean we're a ways away from that point. Um, just because, like, I mean, Tatis is a generational talent when he's on the field, and like giving him up, releasing him, um, or even just like voiding that contract is going to be. I would be. Stunned. I would be even more stunned than I was uh, when we talked about the Juan Soto trade possibility when they first started. Like, I won't promise to eat a shoe if that contract is voided this time. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, like, I don't see any scenario where the Padres void that contract. But I will say these meetings that he has with ownership, with Preller, with the players, they are crucial, Carm. Um, and Tatis is going to have to own up to his mistakes because if he doesn't, then that process of moving forward is going to be a lot more tricky. His dad told the midday show in the Dominican in Spanish that, quote, I don't think there's a reason to destroy the le- the image of a player over something as minor as that. Um, this, is catastro- this, is a, this is catastrophic what has taken place. But for all of baseball, there are millions of fans – who are going to stop what now? Okay, I'm going to stop you, Teti Senior, right there, and, and just tell you that you're wrong. No one is stopping watching baseball because of this. No one is going to protest because your son was wronged. 
Uh, we've been through the steroid era. Yes, uh, it, you know what that did? It brought the fans back to the game. Now, granted, some of us had our head in the sand at the time. What was going on? I, I don't. I don't. Nobody looks at baseball nowadays. Bert, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it some pure game? Am I am I missing something here? No, this is definitely not a pure game. Like players still find ways to do what what they're trying to do, um, or what's illegal, I should say. Like, I mean, that's that's for sure. Pitcher comes off the mound, he gets checked for cheating. Like that's how little trust that uh, baseball has in in what's going on. Every time, yeah, yeah let no, me see I, your mitt. Let me see, let me see your hands. Let me see everything. Take down your pants. No, I won't take down my pants on the air. No, <laughs> I feel like that might be frowned upon. Come. Yeah. Uh, all right. We, 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 yeah, no, we don't want that bird. We don't want that, but no, okay. No, I don't wish that upon my worst enemy, Carm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let, before we get to Shohei and Aaron judge and the battle that that is, which is amazing. I, I want to talk to you about uh, the national league playoff race and Albert Pujols finding the fountain of youth and the Cardinals playing great baseball and Walker Bueller going down, which is a, is, you know, he's been out, but that's a big injury for the Dodgers. When you're looking at the NL, Bert, what 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 what's most interesting to you? And and by the, yeah, pretty amazing what Albert's doing. Yeah, extremely. It's it's very amazing, especially because a lot of people thought he was a guy that was not going to provide much value. Um, they thought it was his career was basically over. Uh, but as he's proven recently, he's still capable of hitting the dinger, and did it twice against the Brewers. Two. Did his thing. Two, yeah, two dingers, Carmen. Yeah, that's, yeah, you're right. Carmen's watching his baseball. I gotta love that. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I gotta, I gotta do something to be uh, even, even included in the baseball insiders, buddy. No, he's he's the king of the baseball insiders. That's what Carmen is, everybody. Yeah, no, uh, that's my know. guy over there. Oh, that's not true. Keep going though. But so, like, to go from a broader view in the in the NL playoff race here, like the Dodgers, they are the favorite. Like. I don't think anybody can dispute that. Losing Walker Buehler hurts for sure, but they have the luxury of having one of their best young arms, Dustin May, coming back from Tommy John surgery. He's going to make his debut this season on Saturday. Um, they got They're going to be careful not to set too high of expectations, um, just because like he's coming back from such a serious injury. But getting him back is a huge plus. They're going to get Danny Duffy back. Um, sometime in the near future as well, he's, he'll pitch out of the bullpen. So, like, they're going to have arms coming back. Um, so they're not going to be totally shorthanded by any means. But losing Bueller, who's their, in my opinion, their undisputed ace, certainly hurts. And it's going to be very interesting to see what happens when or when or if they end up playing the Mets, who have DeGrom and Scherzer um, at the top of the rotation too. But, like, and we, I'll, even, I'll, I'll take this in a different direction too, Carmen. like we're looking at – pretty strong playoff race here. We got, we got the Mets who are doing their thing. They're currently battling some injuries, which uh, isn't great for them. Uh, Carlos Carrasco and Luis Guillorme uh, were two of them recently. Um, but you also have the Atlanta Braves who won the World Series last year. They were, I mean, they're playing extremely good baseball. Austin Riley, Carm, is, for lack of a better phrase, he's a dude. Uh, he's a, he's a, an elite player at this point in his career. Um, and then you also have the Cardinals. Um, they look after getting Jordan Montgomery and Jose Quintana, like their rotation is now like in pretty good shape. Their offense is doing its thing. I don't, I don't postseason race. Carmen is going to be a pretty good time. I'm pretty convinced of that. Well, one thing that I'm just interested in, Bert, to see how it plays out. You get the one seed now. 
like the Dodge and the Dodgers and the Mets still battling for that. I, I mean, Do- LA is a significant, I think, favorite there. But you get a buy. Um, you know, that's the first time we've had this. So it seems it seems interesting to me how you know the wear and tear of the baseball playoffs is real on your starting staff, especially. So this is a different little uh, component to baseball playoffs that we have not had in the past. I don't, uh, it's, it's being talked about a little bit more as we creep towards it. I think, I think it could have a huge impact. No, it, it absolutely could. And like, that's, I mean, that's a pretty big deal because as, as you know, Carm, um, the baseball season is so grueling 162 games. You have the opportunity for that buy. Oh boy. I'll tell you, teams are going to be all over that. Like, yeah, you, like gravy on mashed potatoes. I don't know why it came up like that, but, um, and like, t- like that's, that's a huge advantage Carm. And you can go into a, a playoff series being fresh after another team just got out of a pretty hard fought series. Like that's a huge advantage. We got the three wildcard teams too. Um, I'll tell you, like I was, I wasn't a huge fan of like the three postseason or the three wildcard teams. I kind of like it though. Um, and like, I, the only thing that I was worried about was possibly having a team that was under 500 make it, but. I think unless something goes catastrophically wrong, we're going to avoid that. So that's good. Well, on the back end of that, how much chance do you give the Brewers to catch San Diego, which we, you know, it's a, I, I mean, they're two back for that last wild card spot. So it, I, I would think the chances are at least halfway decent, but you just made an awkward bird face. Oh, you can see me, Carm. Yeah. I'll, yes, you look adorable. Wow, what a guy over there! That's that's my guy, Carm, right there. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm not optimistic, and it's Why not? because the hater trade that had a, an impact in the clubhouse. Like nobody can dispute that. Like as I mentioned on a previous show, like the word I heard after that trade was floored in that clubhouse, um, and they didn't add any offense, which I thought was a mistake. They had. They, they tried, Carm. There was a couple players that they really, 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 really liked. Um, but the, ultimately, the price was too high, and they weren't willing to pay it. And that's something that David Stearns, that Matt Arnold, that Mark Antanasio, they have to live with. That They didn't make those moves. And I'm not – if I had to bet on a team to take that last spot between the Padres and the Brewers, I would take the Padres because even though they, had, they lost Tatis, they got the good juju in that team. They got – the stars, they got talent in that rotation. Like, they're in a good spot. Um, they're flawed, but I think they're in a better spot than the Brewers. As we get away from the trade deadline, Bert, like, looking back at it, anything stand out to you? I mean, it's been a lot. And I, like, this is, I keep going back to this trade, Carm, but, like, the there's one thing in particular that stands out to me is that the Yankees right now are getting – I don't want to say ripped because that's too strong, but like they're getting like negative reviews for trading Jordan Montgomery to the Cardinals. But we've seen recently and even throughout the year with Aaron Hicks in center field, why they needed to get a guy like Harrison Bader. Uh, Bader of course is hurt now, but he signed for next year. So this is not like a short-term thing, but they, he, they believe he's an elite center fielder um, defensively and he's a capable offensive bat too. Um, and I think, Hicks's struggles recently have underscored why they did that deal. So while they're getting negative reviews now, they're playing the long game. 
And I, I think that can end up looking like a pretty good deal for them. But right now, the Cardinals are benefiting from it for sure. Cardinals fans were a little emotional over Harrison Bader. Dude, Say the dude, least. Dude, dude was a heart and soul guy, man. I love heart and soul guys. Yeah, and he was a good, he was a good player for them, Carmen. Fans loved his hair too. I mean, how could you not? I mean, well, I know it's guys, strong. It's, yeah, no, good good flow. No, there's no doubt about it. Looked looked phenomenal when he's hustling all over the field. Uh, all right, can we can we mention? And and I don't want to. Uh, no, <laughs> I just wanted to mess with you. I I, I don't want to pat myself on the back too much, Bert. And and it's. And they're still two back of a red-hot Cleveland team who they're going to see this weekend. And they've got three more with the Astros right now. But, you know, I just have heard from so many people, the White Sox are done, the White Sox are finished, the White Sox suck. And I'm like, see, there's this thing that we all learned growing up, and it's called math. And when you're two games back, and it's the or three games back, or even four games back, and it's the middle of August, and there's six weeks of baseball left, or it's the start of August, and there's eight weeks of baseball left, roughly 50 games, there's plenty of time for a team to get hot or a team to get cold, and somehow, some way, a team ends up in the playoffs that hasn't played great all season long. And there's plenty of times where those teams never turn out of it and or come out of it, and they end up missing the playoffs. But when the question was, are the White Sox done? No, they're not done. Done at all. There's a lot of talent over there. And the division is not overflowing. Hats off to the Guardians playing good good baseball as of late. But at any rate, Sox have gotten themselves back in it. And not, they're not on some huge hot streak here either, by the way. Swept Detroit, beat the Astros. I mean, come on. So at any rate, uh, the White Sox are back in there. You think it's sustainable, Burt? I mean, I wouldn't put anything past them, Carm, because you mentioned the talent that they have. I just – they've never been out of it, which is why I thought, like, calling them done was always like a pretty – it was like a, an overreaction on my end, even though I thought they should consider selling some pieces off of that major league team. I, I'll, I'll eat crow on that, Carmen. Was, I was wrong. Um, but I also wonder what their ceiling is. And it always comes back to Tony LaRusso. And we got to see that video last night of what appeared to be a fan making a pinch running decision for LaRusso or like pointing it out to him. And LaRusso being like, oh, that's a good move. Like, that how, how is that a thing, Carm? How? Like, that shouldn't okay. be a thing. Okay, you're right. It shouldn't. But let's just – I mean, okay, this is a ridiculous statement, but whatever. I'm a Camden Bagman. I'll make ridiculous statements. He should have thought of that himself. He should have. However, you know, I forget things too. And if somebody gives me a good idea – first got to get some sleep. If, if, yeah. if, <laughs> Tired. It, it, I, I, it's probably on me. It, if somebody gives me a good idea, then, you know, and I incorporate it, that's good on me for paying attention. Tony was sleeping, not the first time, but at least he was awake enough to hear somebody and, you know, not, hey, maybe we're all in this together, White Sox fans and the manager. Let me go send that pitch runner out there. I don't know. I mean, it sucked that he wasn't ahead of the curve, but at least he listened. 
Like I, I mean, you know, it would have been worse if he didn't. And they won the ball game. <laughs> I, I mean, you're never in a good spot when you have to be a fan and give the manager input um, and what to do in, you're, in you're the not. middle of the game, no less. Like that's, I mean, maybe that video is just like an odd coincidence, Carm. Uh, but sure didn't look like it. So I'm. Yeah, I'm t- the 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 best part of that whole thing is when the fans are high five because he makes the move. Listen, White Sox fans, that's passion right there. I am going to tell the manager what to do because the manager ain't paying attention. The manager is sleeping. The manager is in another land. Yes, I will say this: White Sox fans are some of the best in baseball. They are a very passionate and knowledgeable bunch. Like I'll give them the tip of the hat for that one. They're they're a very good fan base. Uh, hey, Tony. Tony, you keep listening, buddy. Keep those ears open. Know that you're a little bit behind the eight ball these days. Know that you shouldn't be in, in, in uniform. Know that, uh, that, 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 you know what, choose abundance. These fans are here to help you. Now, what will be really amazing is if you start listening to them on when to go change pitchers and who to start. Maybe, you should say, maybe Tony should get a Twitter account and start asking people their input as to who, they, who, who we should roll out there the next day. Uh, and Alex, you make a good point. Why didn't anybody else on the coaching staff say something either? You know why? Because they're afraid of him. And that that that's actually played out a couple of times over there. They do not want to challenge him because he's a red ass. That's what I think, at least. I'll tell you, if if they're afraid to challenge Larusa, they got the wrong people in there. Um, because that's something that I think a coaching staff, especially like a bench coach or hitting coach or a pitching coach. If they're in that situation and they notice something, they should be they should not be afraid to go to the manager and be like, "Hey, why don't we do this?" That's that's how the best teams operate. And no question. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's exciting! I love these moments in 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 in, 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 in bird time. We we got uh, how how good a one do we have? Uh Seven out of ten, maybe eight out of ten. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, what well, else, Bert? I, I, can't, I can't tip it. That's, I know what this is. I, th- I think. You know what this is, you think. All right, guesses in the chat what just happened. What did, well, what information was just sent to Robert Murray that he can't tell us because he's not going to tell us because he's he is the ultimate in uh, baby passing. Look at him, just 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 now trying to make the play as to which which way to go on August sixteenth. Getting news, hard to guess it. Hard to guess where Bert's going. You're and probably not listening to me. Uh, but as let's see, <laughs> uh, Josh, that there you go. Maybe that's it. He's breaking the news that you got to be the I don't know what PBO POBO being player of uh, personnel of t- right now. What POBO 
uh, a manager firing Jacob? I don't think so. What's P- no? What's it's probably P-O-B? baseball operations. It's not oh. not anything. Good, I don't think. Oh, okay. 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 My bad. Uh, and hey, uh, Alex, I appreciate you in there. How was my birthday? My birthday was great. Thank you very much. I got a year younger, and um, I got some sweet gifts, including actually, that's an interesting little tidbit here. I got my first ever from my niece. I got a gift card to Lou Lemon. So I've never been one of those hoity-toity, wear fancy. You know, this this great T-shirt is from, you know, the that that's my workout look, camp look. Now I got Lululemon coming my way. So it was a big birthday. Um, and I took my 97-year-old dad back to his old neighborhood in Chicago on the west side. So that was cool. Uh, and took a picture of Marshall High School where he went. Bert, I cannot stall any longer. What's happening over there? Yeah, I, I I'm not at liberty to say quite yet. Um, okay, but I, do I they not? Do they not know the schedule? What's that? How do how do your people that give you news not know when you're doing the baseball insiders? I think that's a lack of respect, Bert. I would totally agree with that. Like that's just the case of them being, yeah, just interrupting our show, Carm. We we're, we're we're having a good show today too. I mean, we have this excitement now too, which yeah, I don't love it, Carm. I mean, yeah, no, there's a lot going on here. All right, let's talk about Otani versus Judge. Uh, MVP, who's more valuable? Who are? I mean, I, Judge is not even in the same category, really. But let, let's let let let's talk about that uh, battle royale going down the stretch here between two titans. What's 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 resonating with you right now, Bert? So this could be a controversial take, Carm. Um, but I've seen from a lot of different people that Aaron Judge is the runaway favorite for the American League MVP. I'm giving it to Shohei Otani. If, I'm with if you. The season ended right now. You're oh, you're going with me, Carm? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. It's, wow, what it's, a guy. I mean, come on, Babe Ruth versus uh, I don't know. It's it's Ruth versus. Let's think about, I don't know, Mickey Mantle, uh, something along those lines. Not quite the same, obviously. But this guy's doing it in, 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 in ways that we have not seen. Babe Ruth, how many years did he pitch? And when was a player, it wasn't many. So uh, I, I know the Angels are have gone through a managerial change and are nowhere near the playoffs and all that, and the Yankees you know, have, it, are, have been a force. But uh, I... I what Shohei is doing is unprecedented, so I'm with you. You want to lay out why you think that why you're voting for Shohei? Why do you, from your Burt corner of the world? Yeah, so Judge, 46 homers, 100 RBI, seven WAR, like having a historically great season offensively. But you look at what Otani's done: 26 homers at a pretty strong year offensively, and then he's also putting up like ace caliber numbers in the mound. He's got like 160 strikeouts and 111 innings uh, pitched super well. Um, Basically we're looking at Aaron judge at this rate against a player who's Max Scherzer and Matt Olson combined. And that level of player should win each and every time. And I, I get the arguments that are going to be made about um, like judge or about uh, Otani being on the losing team. And like, I hear that and judge is on the best team in, in the American league. Um, but it's most valuable player 
And to me, it's Shohei Otani because if the Angels did not have Otani, they would be screwed. Um, and there's a reason why teams were ready to shell out like all ends of their farm systems to trade for this player because he's a generational talent. Well, this is my point in the pod, Bert, where I get to invoke a Chicago Cubs moment in time, which I thank you for this. But, you know, when you – I think I'm having some connections. Let me know if I am uh, in the private chat here. I hope I'm okay. But so, uh, look, you you had a player in, in 1987 hit 49 homers, 137 RBI, and win VP on a last-place team. Burton, you know what I'm talking about? Sorry, I was I wasn't listening. I was responding to a text. Sorry. <laughs> do you know? Do you want a player won an MVP award on a last place team when he had forty nine homers and one hundred and thirty seven RBIs? So that would be Andre Dawson, the former Expo and Chicago Cub, who came to the Cubs with a blank contract and said, "Pay me whatever you want," because Cubs didn't want to pay him because they were the Cubs and they and they were ridiculous, and so they paid Andre, who won the. MVP award five hundred thousand dollars for one season in nineteen eighty seven, and he and people said at the time, like if the if, if the if the Cubs didn't have done, they would have they they finished, you know, into the second division. Well, the reality was they did us, and they were going to finish in last, just like they did. But he still won the MVP award. The Angels are not for the record fourth, so there's that. Congratulations, Otani. To me, is is is, I mean, I, it just feels like a no brainer. Um, I agree. You know, I think it's. I mean, it's, yeah. Oh, like for for this, like I can see both sides of it. It's not like I'm bashing Judge or like just favoring Otani. I just think what Otani's doing is unlike anything we've ever seen. And like Judge has been great, but Otani's just been better and more valuable. And again, both ends of the spectrum here with both hitting and pitching. Yeah. Uh. All right. Well, we're in agreement on that one, so no controversy on the baseball insiders. Wrapping up here, Jacob, great sweatpants, apparently a Lululemon. Okay, buddy, I will take a look at those. Thank you for the recommendation. Uh, SJ2, appreciate you always uh, hanging around and, and, and popping into the comments. White Sox hired the fan to be, to be Tony LaRusso's bench. Maybe that's Bert might be texting with Rick Khan about why they hired a fan to be managing the team along with Tony the rest of the way, although he's not smiling very much, so I, I don't think that's it. Johnny with an LOL on a Wilson Contreras extension, I don't think that's it either, but that does seem like the most logical thing that's put in here, but yeah, not happening, of course not. Why would you do such a thing like that at this point in time? So, um, yeah, what, this news, Bert, do you think, you, you, you think you'll be breaking it later today? I mean... I was told within the hour. Within the hour. So. So you think we'll people see. should? So what? What you're saying is follow at by Robert Murray. I mean, I would always recommend following at by Robert Murray. But that being said, I would also recommend following at the Carm. So because at the Carm is great, he's a pal. Um, so please do that, please, and also subscribe to this podcast too. That's uh, that's what allows me to like break the news here. That's. That's very helpful. So, yeah, uh, and turn those notifications on. Uh, all right. Uh, before we go here, one more. Obviously, a burner. Good, 
with you. Hey, both of you, can Bert give any on why he floated Kluber's name out there? What is and also what is the best kind of fruit juice? Uh, does, does any of that make sense to you? I think I can figure out what he's trying to say here. Like Kluber's name, like he was somebody like like teams are were interested in um, for starting pitching depth. Like, I mean, it wasn't me suggesting that he was being shot by any means. Just teams like him, um, so that's why I put his name like or connected his name to the Twins. Um, but best fruit juice, Carm. Uh, I think this comes down to two of them. Um, it comes down to apple and orange juice. But I. Oh, also, okay. So this is on this note, Carm. Are you team pulp or team no pulp? First of all, orange juice is not a fruit juice. That orange juice is its own category. It's called orange juice. Um, fruit juice is like that. That's that's fruit juice. That that's its own like high C fruit juice versus say like ocean spray fruit juice. That's how I read it. Um, and <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I, I actually, obviously, a burner. I'm not with you, brother. Pulp, I drink pulp. You know what it does for me? I feel like I'm, I'm actually getting some real new nutrients, and it's, and it, it has a health factor to it that makes me feel like I'm starting my day right when I get a good pulp glass of orange juice at 7:30 in the morning to start off a day not going coffee. So, um, and orange juice is there. There is. Is no, I mean that's that's the goat. That is the best Babe Ruth. That's there is nobody else even remotely in in the in the in the team photo with orange juice. No, I'm, I'm yeah. I mean, I'm team orange juice. By the way, I, I love orange juice. Orange juice is good. Same with apple juice too, Carm. So, yeah, it, uh, I'm sorry, I mean, apple juice is for. I I know I know. Uh, what's that? Wait, what were you saying about? Uh, before what apple juice i said that, yeah it's for four-year-olds well, i'm a four-year-old then i love apple juice <laughs> big apple juice guy over here <laughs> yeah how could you not like you having your I, like I, your morning I, I, pancakes probably some bacon you have a nice big old juicy thing of uh of apple no, juice no 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 coffee give me Text me your parent numbers. I, I want to. I want to call them. This nobody goes apple <laughs> juice in the morning with pancakes. That's horrible. O- orange juice or milk? What? What? This is. I got well, okay. no, yeah. Milk is a conspiracy. Milk is disgusting. Like the only drinkable milk is oat and almond milk. I mean, if you drink like regular like white milk, yeah, you're like, yeah, you should probably be thrown in prison. I. I. I, I Okay, first of all, uh, this, this this disrespect of milk that you just went with, followed up by obviously a burner who doesn't – I mean, come on, you're a kid. You have milk with your pancakes. Bert's having apple juice. That's like almost having a Coca-Cola to me. But um, And, Johnny, you're an apple juice guy too. I, I, it's not that I don't – apple juice has, has a place in life, but it has no place next to orange juice. That's all I'm saying. Man. I don't really know what apple juice's place is either, honestly. Like, apple juice is like it's like in a tier that's way up here, Carm. Like I, I don't know why you're like down here with it. Like it's just that shouldn't yeah, happen. I just I'd rather have a cranberry. I'd rather have uh, cranberry juice is very good. Thank you very much. I'd, I'd probably rather have. I might borderline go go uh, go prune juice over apple juice. How's that? Just because I. 
feel like I'm moving moving things in the system that be, you know, yeah, passed along, if you will. All right, now it's it's definitely time to go now. Hey, Bert, <laughs> yeah. we're all gonna follow you every second for the next hour. So if nothing happens in the next hour, will you at least tweet out that nothing has happened? Will you give an update? No, I want to make you guys all wait for it. But wouldn't it be funny though if all of a sudden like it turned out to be nothing, um, and this guy is just playing no. me? No, that would, suck. that would not be fun. That would not be fun. I have a pretty good idea what this might be. And, yeah, I mean, if, if it is indeed something. So we'll see. Don't unfollow, obviously, a burner. I would, I would probably cry because you're a very nice person. You want to ask, answer Rocky's question on Ken Giles? I don't have an answer for you on that one. Too early to tell. Uh, but there have, I can report there have been teams that have reached out to him and his representatives. Okay. I can report that this has been an absolute pleasure being on with you from Camp Nebagamont, the greatest camp ever. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'll I'll be I'll be thinking of you tonight when I'm when I'm cooking s'mores around the campfire, Bert. So, no, that do you like s'mores? Do you like marshmallows? Do you like chocolate? Do you like graham crackers? Love graham crackers. Love, and I mean love marshmallows. You gotta burn them, burn the marshmallows over the fire though. Um, but chocolate is a conspiracy. Chocolate's disgusting. So they, those ruin a, a, a s'more. Okay. Well, here. How's this, Bert? Five o'clock today. There's happy hour. I'll, I'll, have a, I'll have a high noon for you. How's that? Wow. Oh, boy. That's like the best thing you've ever done for me, Carmen. You've done a lot for me. That's like, <laughs> wow, what a guy. If, the only way you can make that better is if you have a chaser of apple juice with it. I, apple juice and high noon. By the way, for the record, I don't drink high noon. That's that's a Burt thing. But I just you know, I, I he gets fired up for a good seltzer. Yeah, you know, you know, the, you know. I actually just bought a shirt, Carm, that says it's a bad day to be a nooner. Uh okay. That's that, that's. I don't think it's ever a bad day to have a nooner myself. But that's fine. Uh, I would also throw in there, by the way, that uh, since you're a Wisconsin guy, the 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 keg that is tapped at five o'clock. Spotted counterbird, first class. Say no, this ain't, this ain't no, uh, you know, natty light, Coors light, Miller light. No disrespect, Globe Ultra. Spotted cow, first class. And right, you say right, Johnny. How can anyone hate chocolate? It's it's one of the most embarrassing things that anyone has ever said on any podcast anywhere. Uh, but Bird continues to go back to that well. Hey, I got plenty of them, Carl. Just wait. By the way, I just now that we're talking about food, like this is this podcast has gone yeah. off the rail. Um, uh, yeah, I did something for the first time the other day that I have not done in five years, Carm. I ordered a pizza. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't order a pizza for five years. And where'd I, you I, get the pizza I from? A pizza. Where'd you get it from? Um, uh, Crust Brothers out in Arizona here. It was okay. a very good pie. It was a, a, it had vegan cheese on it, Carm. And then I loved it so much that I ordered another pizza from a different place, but I got it with no cheese. It was delicious. All right, it's time to go. Who doesn't know pizza <laughs> for five years and it gets vegan, vegan cheese and then gets no cheese? Uh, just, just, just like, Beyond brutal. I would unfollow Robert Murray. Uh, apparently, apparently, your spot's got a four eight uh, rating on Google. So good job. You 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 followed along. Hey, anybody who's watching, by the way, in Chicago, who saw Lady Gaga at Wrigley Field last night. I wasn't there. I was at camp. Might have mentioned that a couple of times, but it looked amazing. 
Uh, Bert, you and Gaga should should meet someday. All right, big lady Gaga fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did it up. All right, hey everybody, for real, thank you so much for checking us out today. We, we greatly appreciate it, Johnny, Rocky, obviously a burner. Appreciate you jumping in. Always fun to talk to you, SJ2, Jacob, Joshua, Alex. Thanks for the birthday wishes, brother. Uh, so thanks, one and all. And and Bert, I we will uh, we'll we'll see you soon, buddy. See you soon, Carm. I will. Uh, I'll speak to you. Have a good time, by the way, at, at camp, and have a s'more for me. Thank you. I will. I will. With with no, no chocolate for you, buddy. Graham cracker and marshmallow. Wow, what a guy. With with an apple juice. Uh, thank you for watching. <laughs> Hit dream. that subscribe. Thank you for watching. Hit that subscribe button. We love you. Baseball Insider saying bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.